Welcome to Dice Camera Action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as the Waffle Crew adventures in the jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew, and welcome to the jungle, my friends. Hi, and welcome to Dice Camera Action. Hi! A super duper D&D campaign. Featuring, I love that intro. That was great. Featuring the Waffle Crew. Hey! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so previously in Dice Camera Action, the Waffle Crew w- was separated, and they still are, because one of their members got a powerful artifact called the Ring of Winter and ran off into the Shadowfell with it, uh, taking his severed hand and his this skull chalice from a tomb. The rest of the party, wanting to keep the Waffle Crew whole, went in after him. And so Paulton is off on his own with the Ring of Winter, now in this uh, run-down old tavern in the Shadowfell called the Dead-Eyed Drunk, while the rest of the party is making their way in that direction, guided by Simon, Paulton's uh, marionette son. Uh, I see you putting that in quotes. Yes. The, the Waffle Crew also uh, encountered, the, the three members of the Waffle Crew also encountered a uh, man on a horse named Lord Nile, who apparently had, uh, su- his, he and his family had suffered a terrible fate at the hands of two Shatterkai assassins that have now befriended Paulton and are with him at the tavern. A couple quick notes. Uh, Miranda is suffering from a terrible case of apathy as a result of her exposure to the Shadowfell. Um, and as a consequence, she doesn't, <laughs> believe, like, she doesn't believe that she can make a difference anymore. Nothing that she does is important anymore to anybody or anything. Whereas Dieth and Evelyn have a different form of despair. They can't tell in their madness what's real and what's not anymore. And Strix is basically the same. <laughs> she's Except for she of, wants to die more. Right, she's full of dread, uh, even more so than ever before. She doesn't want to die. She thinks she's going to die. There's a difference. Right. Yeah, but but she, when she thinks she's going to die, she just has like this resolute feeling of just, well, I guess this is it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the Shadowfell is this bleak, dreary um, wasteland of sorts that seems to have had all the color and life leached out of it. And... Um, as the party is making their way along, it, several days are going to pass. You're all going to be up to um, your maximum hit points. You'll have all your spell slots and whatnot. There is the matter of waffles that we should talk about. In the last episode, waffles was turned into a chick, baby yes. chick, uh, because it aggressively attacked Miranda in its madness, thinking she was somebody else or some kind of threat. Um, what do you want to think about? What you want to do with waffles for a moment? Um, also, uh, a significant amount of time has passed in your journeys. 
um, I've been pretty ambiguous about this, but for purposes of the death curse, it's important to track. So mm -hmm. uh, Diath and Strix, you are still sharing that one ring you have, right? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. In that case, you your maximum hit points each drop by 16. What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna die first. Oh my god! I'm so mad right now. Oh my god! Okay. Paulton, Paulton, since okay. you have the other ring, you're fine. Okay. Oh gee. All right. Great. Great. Paulton, hmm. it is a cold, cold morning. You wake up uh, in the cot upstairs in the rundown tavern. You go over to the dresser, and you uh, look into the mirror. You've done this over several days now, possibly even weeks, maybe even months. You're not sure. The Shadowfell doesn't change much, so days and nights are meaningless here. It's pretty much just gray and dreary all the time. So you're not sure how much time has passed, but boy, have you changed. Uh, as you look into your reflection, you see that your hair has turned black, like almost the color of raven feathers. And you haven't eaten in what must be weeks. And so you are a little bit more drawn and thin than before, but your skin has also kind of taken on a bluish tinge. You don't seem bothered at all by the cold. <laughs> no, never bothered me anyway. Yeah. Stop it! God damn it! Uh, <laughs> no, no, no! Your hair, no. your your black hair has also grown out about a month or two of growth. You're not exactly sure. Um, and as you uh, just gaze at this stranger looking back at you, um, you can hear outside laughter. It sounds like uh, Narisiana and Lovardo are having a good ton of fun. I'll uh, I'll go out there and uh, hang with my my new friends. See what they're up to. You plod down the creaky old steps to the tap room. Uh, you are uh, Nariciana and Lovardo ate the innkeeper mm -hmm. uh, 16, 17 days ago um, mm -hmm. because there's no food. Uh, you're what? also you're out of ale and out of wine. <laughs> Uh, so We're just gonna gloss over that. That is just <laughs> That last one was the real problem. Uh, so yeah, you go outside in front, and uh, you're greeted by a familiar snowscape. Everything is blanketed in thick, thick snow, and you can see that uh, Lovardo and Nurciana have gotten into a snowball fight, having built or having finished building what appears to be the last of about a hundred snowmen all around the hills of uh, this domain. Mm -mm. God, we've been here a while. Mm -hmm. Say, so, huh. Uh, but, uh, yes, they're, they're sort of throwing snow at each other. Um, their mood has vacillated over the period that you've gotten to know them. They're at times very cheery and at other times morose. This is a very cheery time for them. And when they see you, uh, Nerisiana throws up her arms at the air, looks around at the domain, and shouts, Inverno! I feel like I agree, but I'm not sure what that means. 
you see some movement off to the side, and oh, that's Meat Hook. He's still tethered to their wagon, which has now got this thick layer of snow, both on top of him and on top of the wagon. You can also hear the tavern groaning under the weight of the snow that's sort of piled up on the roof. The winter wind that blows through causes the twig glyphs that hang from the eaves of the tavern to rattle and clatter uh, around together. Uh, they and the wind and your, and your uh, yelling friend seem to be pretty much the only signs of, uh, only sounds in this desolate place. But everything's looking pretty much the norm out here now. Yep. Okay. I will... Uh... Snow as far as your eye can see. Safe. All right. Looks good out here. I'll uh, go back inside. All right. Um, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 13. Uh, as you go back, as you uh, turn around to go back inside, uh, the you don't see anything. Um, you don't hear anything. Um, but uh, uh, Lavardo does sort of walk up uh, behind you, and he says, "So, I think we are ready for your friends, but." Um, uh, and he sort of stops for a moment and thinks about his words very carefully uh, so as uh, not to offend you, but have you considered uh, how we are going to... Well, killing the ones on the ground would be easy, of course, but what about the ones who can fly? What are we going to do about them? Mm -hmm. And uh, you hear Norisiana shout, Usidili. Yes, 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 but details. How are we going to kill the flying ones? Well, do you have anything for uh, flying friendos? Uh, not so much. Mm, okay. Maybe you can ask, uh, work with the ring to uh, make something that flies. Huh. It's not a horrible idea. I'll, uh, I'll consult with the ring. Like, so, any thoughts on this matter? Uh, and he says, I am sure inspiration will come to you. Mm. And he says, if ale does not come to me, I might die before they get here. Mm, agreed. Is there, is there anywhere nearby that... No, there's nothing nearby, is there? Well, we may have to start eating him. And he points to Meat Hook. Mmm. Like, so, so, wait, what, uh, what is Meat Hook exactly? He is, an, like, he is an ogre zombie. He is a rotting, undead ogre strapped to the front of this battered-up coach. So he's, he's, he's all rotten flesh. Now ice cold. Mm. I, it's like, ah, ah. I can't say I'm stoked to go for uh, 
frozen ogre, but I mean... She ha bazania serenda. Huh? How do you say, um, uh, uh, Narisiana chimes in, uh, beggars cannot be choosers. Right, right. Well, let's, uh, let's wait a little bit of a longer spell, you know? Okay. Let's wait until it starts to really get rough. All right. The rest of the Waffle Crew have been making their way along through the bleak landscape. No signs of snow. Just barren, grayish wasteland. There, the trees have become very, very sparse. There's one that you occasionally pass by. Um, Diath, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 18. Okay. What are you going to do? What are you guys going to do about waffles? Um, I had the idea of using some of my robes to fashion a blindfold for mm. her. Okay. So if Strix can fashion a blindfold and then maybe just sort of like use, like we have rope in our adventuring pack yep. stuff to, to make like a yep. sort of like a leash for her. Yeah. So we'll have, and we can all like hold on to it because okay. she's really strong. She's not in chick form anymore? I can't polymorph for <clears throat> that many times and it only yep. lasts an hour. And if it's been okay. 16 days... Then, oh, yeah. right. Or more Can, than that. It's been more than to, hard to, Yeah, days. it's been almost, it's been over a month. You just, uh... What? Yeah. Bus just wandering? You're just following this road. Uh, the one thing that Lord Nile can tell you, having lived here much longer than you, is that there, that, um, the Shadowfell is sort of vast, and it's hard to ascertain just how far one travels for how long here. And usually, trips always feel painfully longer than they should. When he says there are so few maps, but if you were to find one and, and try to calculate the distance between two places, when you actually walk that distance, it could be like three, five, ten times longer. I'm still trying to make a map to return us back to how we got here. Yeah, Lord Nile says you should probably give that up. Oh. <laughs> Miranda's <laughs> going to be staying as far away from Waffles as she can. Okay. Waffles uh, accepts the blindfold, and as you tug her along with the rope, it doesn't take much to pull her along. She's not terribly resistant. Uh, and deprived of her visual senses, she's much less inclined to hurt anybody. Yeah, uh, Strix will just try and calm her down and just be like, you know, it's okay, like, here, have a snack. It's, it's fine. Yeah. DF, with your role, you see that there's this old, decrepit, bent tree with no leaves on it. And um, there isn't, the shadows here aren't particularly, since there's no bright sunlight, there's not much in the way of shadows, but this tree seems to be casting one um, from an unknown source. And you can see in the shadow of the tree, there is someone hanging from the tree by a noose. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like, <laughs> kind of looks like you. Of course it does. Neat. That's normal. Cool. Why does this always happen? But there's no, there's clearly nobody hanging from the actual tree. It's just in the shadow where this hanged man appears. Can we see this or just him? Only DF appears uh. to be aware of it. Okay, cool. 
Uh, hmm. So, yeah, even just seeing the shadow. And you're not sure if it's like, real or not. Anyway. And, like, just like, this, like, I can recognize the silhouette of being myself. Yeah. Yeah, so even just that uh, just feels dear with a familiar sense of uh, dread and uh, a, a feeling of, uh, I don't want to say it, but like an unending sense that at some point he's going to let his friends down. And that's something he can't shake from his head as memories like reflood into his brain. But at the same time, he's like, shaking his head back and forth and just like, no, that's not, there's nothing there. That can't be there. This isn't, none of this is, none of this is even happening. So, okay. Great. And he's like, like reaching around his neck and making sure that there's like nothing <laughs> yeah. there. There's like nothing there. Like suddenly wrapped around it or whatever. Yeah. Evelyn looks at him doing that and she turns to Strix and she's like, what's wrong with him? Everyone's going Barbie. That's what's wrong. It's this place. What? What does the? Where? Why? It's this place. Well, can't you do anything about it? Can I do anything about it? I can't do anything about anything except for put bits of my trash robe on the owl bear. Well, you you do all the magic stuff. You can do magic. There's nothing I can do about this. He has to like go back to the other two as they're arguing, and he's just like, "Guys, hey, I'm okay, right? Am I okay?" I don't know. Are you okay? Uh, I don't know. Is he cursed? I look at Holly. Is there something wrong? Can we remove? Can we remove a curse? I already did that. It's it's. There's. Did you see something? What? She'll just. She'll look at Diaz and and ask him. Um. Yeah, he'll still say, I, I mean, I did, but there's, there, I, yeah, but also, no, I mean, there wasn't anything there. I, I thought I saw something, but it's not. It's not real. I don't, no, no, it's not. None of this is real. Neither were is those. Is this a e- dream? Neither were those evil buffalo with the glowing green eyes you saw eight days ago. They weren't real either. <laughs> yeah, this is, don't, yeah, don't worry about it. It's, I'm sure it's fine. Don't worry about it, but. uh Jason pokes his cheek. Just to make sure he's real. Yeah, you sort of push your metal finger into his face, and yeah, he's real. Okay. Or so, so it seems, yeah. Strix is going to take off a, a rip off a piece of her robe and hold it up to Diaz and be like, put it on. Okay. It's, it's clearly a blindfold. <laughs> yeah, he'll, like, he'll take it and blindfold himself. And then, just... and then she takes the rope and then just ties it onto his hand, and now she's got both him and Waffle. <laughs> She's just like, everything's better now. So, yeah, he'll be tied there. Just keep a hand on Strix's shoulder as uh, okay. she leads him. And he was just trying to shut the rest of the world out of his own perception. But all he does is hear everything around him. Evelyn looks at this this scene and she's like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a dream. This can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Lord Nile, who doesn't say much, he's pretty dead quiet most of the time, he does say at some point in this journey, If I don't make it, I would like you to avenge my family. All right. How would you like us to do that, Lord Nile? I'm sure Strix is the person who's been having a conversation Mm -hmm, with this guy, because everyone else is just like, I see dead people! (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, Lord Nile says that uh, he is he's going out to seek vengeance against the Shatterkai assassins who murdered his family and tore off his face. Right. Um, he's not. Oh, you see that he's become sort of more hunched and kind of smaller, um, a little bit uh, as as this journey is worn on. Like he's he's bought some time, but. Hmm. He is being eroded away um, the longer this takes. That's weird. Yeah. Does um, he still have a covering over his face? He's got the, he he's got the burlap bag back on his face, so he's just looking okay. at you through burlap um, eye holes. May, uh, God, I don't actually, I don't think Strix cares yeah. enough to do an arcana check. She's yeah. like, all right, Barmy, it's fine. His, <laughs> hor- his horse is also becoming a little bit more emaciated, but um, it, it's, it, seems to be able to persevere just by eating a few little tufts of grass once or twice a day off the side that's, of the road. That's good. If the horse is looking hungry at all at any point during the day, Miranda tries to make, like, flowers, but she ends up just making grass and shrub and ugly okay. little things, but she can at least feed it to the horse. That's oh, okay. In that all case, she's got. Yeah, the horse will, will eat that, and that will actually nourish the horse more and, and reduce its uh, ailing nature, so... <laughs> Strix is like, don't worry, Lord Nile. None of us are getting out of this. Yeah. We're in the dead book for sure. We might yeah. be dead now. I don't know. Occasionally, Miranda, the horse will come over to you and just sort of bump into you, like I'm hungry, kind of bump. Oh, yeah. I'll feed it. I'll okay. feed it immediately. Right. She'll be like, at least I can do this. Yeah, that's <laughs> all I can do. All right, Paulton, you're back in the tavern. It's cold, but you don't care because you don't feel any of it. Uh, Nerissiana and Lovardo have their fur-lined overcoats on, and they're sort of freezing uh, cold, but bearing with it. Uh, this is all part of your, your yours and the ring's grand plan, and they're all in. But you see just empty flagons on the table. All the casks behind the bar were emptied out. Um, so do I have an idea, like a rough idea of how long it took me to get here? Yeah, it took you, uh, you were in the carriage at the time, and you remember yeah. long, long periods where you were just sitting there across from these two. Um, you'd venture to guess maybe a month, maybe a little bit more. And then you spent, or actually all told, it's been just a little over a month, you think. A raven lands on, uh, comes flying in through the open doorway and lands on the bar. And uh, you see uh, that it has in its clutches a dead mouse. And it leaves it on the bar and just sort of hops over to the end of the bar. And Nerissiana and Lovardo go for the dead mouse. And they bring it back over to the table and they slap it in the middle, and Nerissiana says, well, this is lunch. How shall we divide it? Um, you said that I hadn't eaten, but I didn't really care. You don't seem to care. The ring, the ring's evil seems to be sustaining you. Yeah, I'm just like, you know what, you guys, you guys go ahead. I, I'm, not, I'm not super hungry. Okay. Uh, Nerissiana will find a knife and begin cutting it right on the table in, in half. Uh, 
while that goes on, uh, Lovardo uh, takes out a little piece of note paper, starts writing something down with a little quill pen, and then rolls it up into a tight little ball, ties it off with a little piece of string, and gives it to the raven, which it takes in its claws and flies away. Whoa, 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 what was that? He says, a little, um, um, uh, 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 thank you for the, um, uh, uh, Regina di Corva, um, how do you say, the queen of the blackbirds. The, the who now? The queen of the blackbirds. The ravens, they, uh, they are her messengers. This is a good sign, my friend. It means that she is watching out for us. And he goes over and looks at the half-dead mouse. True. I wish we had a stove. <laughs> um, just like that feel. Nuriciana says to Lovardo, a heads or a tails? Haha, <laughs> you're too funny. And he takes the tail. Queen, just like, I, feel, I feel like that sounds familiar. First, mm-hmm. I don't know. Eh. The ring will tell you uh, that uh, they probably mean the Raven Queen. Yeah, Raven Queen. Yeah. She's, okay, cool. She lives, she lives in the Shadowfell, you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Her, her elves made me. Oh. Is she like, uh, so I'm guessing probably like a feathery type, maybe? Mm. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Ring says, um, I've never seen her, but yeah. She called, she's called the Raven Queen. Mm. She's either that or a big raven. Mm. True. Big ravens. Got it. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, the my hand is nearby, right? Yeah, it's it's still crawling about it's where like, you want it to be. I just I just kind of glance over at him, just like Raven Queen. Mm-hmm. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, the the ring will say, uh, "You still have the chalice, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. When we kill them, and when we spill their blood, uh, you'll drink the blood out of the chalice, and boom. Boom? We'll be, we'll be done. That'll be it. That's, that's the ritual. Spill their blood, drink the blood. We're done. Because of course... Right. <laughs> of course. Uh, Lovardo will say, uh, and Lovardo will just look at the, the chalice, which you're probably carrying on you, and, and he can't hear your telepathic conversation with the ring, but mm-hmm. some, he seems to, maybe he caught you glimpse at the chalice, maybe he just, maybe it's just coincidence, but he says, uh, when we're done here, uh, I'll buy that off you if you like. It's a very nice cup of the, the the chalice. See. Si. Oh, um, when you're done, when all this oh. is done, 
you have your domain and you're the king of this land and all that. Sure, we, we can we can talk about that down the road. Why not? Uh, it's at that point where you hear something outside, and so do Nurisiana and Lovardo. It sounds like another wagon trundling up. You hear horse horse sounds. Someone want to go see what that is? Yeah, they'll they'll sort of rush to the door and look out, and uh, is a wagon says Lovardo, turning back, and Nerissiana says, pulled by two horses. It's got a driver. It's a Vardo. A it's a what now? A gypsy wagon. Okay. Can I, like, look out a window? Yeah, and when you go over to a window, you can see coming up through the snow, up one of the roads... Uh, not the road that you came from, but one of the other roads that meet at this Y-shaped crossroads, uh, you see a Vistani wagon with little lanterns hanging off the corners of it, um, brightly colored, but it is sort of carrying some snow and frost on it. There is a bundled-up driver at the top on the reins. He's a big guy, um, seems to have a, 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 a presence to him, and there are two gray and white mares pulling this wagon through the snow, and it is coming toward the tavern. You can see strapped on the back of the wagon appear to be uh, some large casks. 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 Interesting. Um, let's see. I would like to to about how um how far is it oh when you first hear it it's probably about 30 yards away okay so about 100 feet and closing it's it seems to be coming up the hill to the tavern i'm gonna ask him like are we are we expecting a shipment of some kind uh narisiana says i would ask the innkeeper but we ate him right of course um Maybe it's a delivery. Perhaps. And I would like to use locate creature. Okay. I want to see if... DF is within... What is it? A thousand feet. I want to see if I see if okay. DF's in there. Uh, you do not detect a DF in there. As the driver of the wagon gets closer, you can see, uh, his, aside from his, he's a big guy, one of his other distinguishing features is he seems to be, he seems to have only one arm. He's holding the reins in one hand. His other arm seems to have been lopped off or lost at some point. There's something vaguely familiar about him. But, uh, but as the uh, wagon creeps up, uh, it sort of stops out in front of the tavern. Uh, and uh, you can see that uh, there are a couple uh, not Vistani, but they look like guards come out from inside the wagon. And uh, one of them says, Ale delivery. 
the other goes to the casks and starts to unhook them from the wagon. Can I, uh... Lovato's like, finalmente! Oh, we're, all right, this is, uh, this is a delivery, we want this, we're not suspicious at all. Uh, Lovardo doesn't seem the least bit suspicious. He's going right over to the casks and inspecting them. And he says, uh, what's, it, what's it this say, this word? Uh, and one of the guards says, Gauntel Grim, Dwarven Ale. You don't say. Where is this Gauntel oh, Grim? No. Uh, the rider on top of the wagon is kind of looking at you strangely. He's kind of a big, bald man, missing his one arm. Uh, make a perception check. He's also Twelve. got, you also see that sort of stuck in the seat next to him is a big battle axe um, that he could pry up and wield at a moment's notice. There is something familiar about him, but you can't put your finger on it. That is, well, that... That, was, that perception was a 12. Yeah. Mm. And uh, he sort of looks at you, looks you up and down, and then says to the guards, hurry up, we have to go. This is a rotten place. It's like, uh, rude? Uh, Lovato's like, yeah, he's a rotten, but we don't care. Oh, all right, we're going with it. Okay, sure. Yeah, and he, he starts to help the guards uh, roll the casks over to the door, and the guards are happy to sort of park them out in the snow and then head back into the wagon. All right. I'm going to... Uh, the driver is looking around very carefully like he's looking for someone else. And he says uh, to Narisiana beside you, he says... Are there any others here? Guests? Patrons? She says, uh, No. Just us. The guards start to pile back into the wagon. I'm going to, hmm, can I, can I talk to that driver? Sure. You walk over through the snow next to the horses, which are just sort of huffing and puffing in the cold. Hmm. Is there something I can, uh, can help you with, sir? I'm getting... I'm getting some, uh, oh, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Uh, nonverbal communication. So, uh. And, uh, he says, no. You don't think he means it, but we have other deliveries to make. Have, have we met? Do I know you? Maybe. Very helpful. 
He does look familiar. I gathered that. I feel like I should just know. Um, like, so maybe we've met. You look familiar. Different time, different place. Mm. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know what? I got other stuff to do. Carry on. <laughs> All right. Uh, the wagon leaves, um, and uh, it it doesn't about face and goes down the hill. And uh, Narisiana comes up behind you and just sort of hangs on you affectionately, like she's known you now a good enough time that she's not violating any, you know, personal space. And she says, "What was that all about?" I don't know. I guess I'll never know. Oh well. Lordy, lordy, da. She says, uh, "Sometimes the things do come back to haunt us. Maybe we should kill them." Well, that's foreboding and also hard to argue with. Lovardo says, "Hey, but if they bring us a drink, why do we kill them? We want them to come back, don't we?" I mean, oh, true. Dwarven ale, worth a try. And Narciana just goes, oh, oh, oh. no, not worth a try. Mm. Yeah, I look at the ring. I'm just like, yeah, there's something this thing can't do. It's make ale, so <laughs> we can we can uh, we can burn that bridge another day. All right. Uh, the Vardo uh, leaves and disappears into the snow. Uh, you've got four casks of dwarven ale stamped with the, the emblem of Gauntlegrim. Uh, make a mm, intelligence check, Paulton. Gauntlegrim. That sounds familiar. That is a uh, very natural one. <laughs> okay. No! Oh, not so familiar. Not so familiar. We all know what it is! <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Um, the ring says to you telepathically, Oh. Oh, you know what we need? Mm. A dragon. Come again? You know, our flying friends problem. We need a dragon. Well, personally, uh, the only dragon I've been in contact with, uh, say it's not my biggest fan. Yeah. Oh, but... you're, you're familiar. You, oh, yeah. You, you, yeah. Yeah. I was there. I was there. Right, right. There, you were there. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. Um, yeah, I'm, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking a, an ice dragon that you can ride into battle. How dare you tempt him the things he loves most? <laughs> I mean, it'll take some so, work. I'm not saying it'll be easy. And I might need to think absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we should get on that. 
Could take, yeah. Could take a few tries. It's not like making snowmen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do we need to do? Hmm. We need to burn some charges, buddy. Mm. Let's let's give her a shot then. All right. The rest of the Raffle crew. I want to die. Mm-hmm. You're uh, Evelyn. You've got blindfolded Paulton and blindfolded Waffles. You've got Simon leading the way and Strix holding ropes. You've got Lord Nile on a horse that Miranda is feeding flowers to on a regular basis. That seems to be somewhat enamored with her. Maybe even hoping that Lord Nile dies so he can be with her forever. <laughs> um, At least something likes me. <laughs> and coming down the road in the opposite direction is a gypsy wagon. No. <laughs> no, 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 with a big no, one-armed no. rider. Excellent. Pulled by two two healthy horses. I'm rolling 50-50 for whether Evelyn thinks things are real. I rolled a nat 20 on that wagon. Holy smokes. So Evelyn has never been more sure that something is real. It has been a while, Evelyn, since you've seen a Vistani wagon, but that is as real a Vistani wagon as you've ever seen and heard. Oh, boy. Vistani! No, no, no! Everybody, all of you can make perception checks, except Miranda, Uh. who has... No real frame of reference here. Uh, I'm blindfolded. And Dieth is blindfolded, so nothing for him. My perception was four, even though I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) I I know it's real, but I have no idea Uh, what it is. Yeah. I got a three. Okay. Cool. No hey, pressure, just for fun. I'm glad yes. you're getting what all these rules gotten? out yes. of your system. 21. All right, that's fun. Just for fun. Yeah. That's cool. That's just for okay. fun. Uh, the wagon trundle, or the, 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 it comes right toward you. Um, you see Lord Nile puts his hand on the hilt of his sword in case this is a threat bearing down. Um, but as it gets close enough, Strix, I know. you recognize Ezek, and Ezek recognizes you. Oh, God. Oh, I know. God. But the last and time you blindfolded Dia. Yes. Oh, no. The last time you saw Ezek, he had both of his arms. His fiendish arm appears to have been cut off or severed. All right. Is, oh. he, is he making ah! <laughs> <laughs> Is he making any attempt to like is he looking at me? Uh, he is looking by the time so he didn't roll great on his perception either. And you've changed a lot since the last time he saw you. Um, right. So it's, it, it's called life. Years of goat exactly. blood, yeah. you know. Yeah. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. New Years of crying That's and right. depression. Yes. And uh, but when you do finally, when your eyes finally lock, there is an irrefutable knowledge that you have, you have uh, come together once again, and he sees you clear as day. Um, and instinctively, his hand just sort of goes for the battle axe. Will you let me know when Evelyn recognizes him, if she does? I will. Uh, uh, and he pulls, uh, he pulls back on the reins uh, to stop the horses, and the Vardo comes to a dead stop in the middle of the road. I just go, run! <laughs> I just start running, run! <laughs> everyone run! <laughs> I have to make Strix sure goes everyone off else the is road. Running. No, I'm making they're running, okay. not Strix. Okay, so Strix is staying where she is. Yes. But, okay, so uh, I imagine that Evelyn's still pointing like Miss Tani, Miss Tani, and Strix is like grabbing her by the flying arm, and Evelyn's flying like No, look, and Strix is just dragging <laughs> her off as she flies. 
No, Strix is telling Str them to run. Yeah, and Strix she's is just telling them to run, there. but staying her staying her yeah. ground. Yeah. So Waffles goes bounding off um, in a random direction. Um, <laughs> Miranda, what do you do when Strix screams run? I'm going to climb onto the back of the horse and sit there. Okay. <laughs> With Lord Nile? <laughs> Who cares? She doesn't cares? understand the threat right now. With Lord Nile? Yeah. Okay, so you just pull up behind him, essentially. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lord Even we'll chase yeah. Waffles. Okay. Baby! No, 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 no baby! DF, you're standing blindfolded now in the middle of the road with Strix screaming, run. Yeah, he's mostly just going, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Take it off! Uh, Strix will say it's Isaac, like, it's Isaac, run! <laughs> when you hear uh, that, what do you do? So hearing that, he'll, like, take the blindfold and, like, poke an eye off. <laughs> okay. Just put it back down, like, no. <laughs> you can see the horses, and then you can see Isaac uh, perched on top of the Vistani Bardo. Uh, the last time you saw him, he wasn't missing his fiendish arm. Um, and here he, uh, like like you, he's... Um, he, he, rec yeah. he recognized you, because the last time you two stared each other down was in the courtyard... Yep. Garden of Castle Ravenloft when he threatened to kill you. Yes. Uh, so after seeing this, uh, real or not, it doesn't matter to Dieth. He immediately just like clutches onto the blindfold and rips it off and like just drops it to the ground. Okay. He immediately just pulls out gutter. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Isaac will stand on top no, of the no, bardo no. with his battle axe oh, in his one remaining arm. <laughs> Uh, it's at that time that the two guards inside the wagon come out, one on each side. You can see that they appear to be uh, Barovian guards, um, similar to the militia in Valaki, um, kind of dressed shabbily, their armor old and ill-maintained, um, and they've got fur cloaks on uh, to keep them warm, and fur hats pulled on over their head with little flaps over their ears. <laughs> But they come out, and they've got uh, hand axes and, um, and crossbows. Strix, Strix, Strix is going to step in front of Dieth. That's not happening. <laughs> That's nope. And she's going to look straight at Isaac and just kind of be like, like just look at him and say, I told you once that they were my family, and I'm not going to let you do this again. I will kill you. And I'm going to try and intimidate him. Okay, go ahead. All right. 21. All right. Uh, yeah, so you, be, you, give him, you give him a blistering um, uh, verbal assault. Uh, he hops down off of the top of the wagon and um, takes the axe and just kind of plants it in the ground. And... Uh, he says, I am sorry. Yeah, this is all bullshit. None of this is real. <laughs> no, it's real. I'm the one who knows it's real. It's real. And then he'll approach, not aggressively. He'll, he'll sort of walk toward you slowly. He does not seem to have any weapons. Okay. Like, I even like... as he approaches, Dieth is, like, trying to get in front of Strix, oh, and, like, gutter ready. Yeah. She's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I just... 
How many hit points do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he gets close enough to have a quiet conversation, he says, I am a changed man. Uh, how? Your arm's gone? That was the start. Do you remember when I... Oh, it's so long ago. Do you remember when I held onto the wagon yes get at you how could i forget <laughs> that's how i lost the arm oh nice and when it died something in me died and it but... was the part of me that could only see hate and fear But you're part of the Skizics, the, the, the bad family. I don't know much about them. Well, neither do I, so welcome to the club. We were both cast aside. Cast aside by the Skizics? Left to the mercies of those in that terrible place called Barovia. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But I was taken out of there, and you were left there, and then you screamed at me, which I hate. I brought something. What? You also killed my friend and my family. You killed my... Okay, fine. You're barmy. What did you bring? I hope it's a snack. Come with me. I'll show you. No, Strix, don't. You could... I'm not going without him. Fine. See? Bring him. Stop running! Apparently his arm is gone and it was evil! <laughs> I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> Waffles makes a wide circle back toward the party. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn's just like flying after her. <laughs> and then she, I think Evelyn jumps on Waffles and they kind of oh, go okay. over together. All right. Yeah, Isaac will lead you gently back to the wagon. So Dieth is practically like shaking in his hand, just uh, trying to restrain himself yeah. right now. Well, Isaac he, turns his back to you, so that's something. He wants it so bad. If, he, if Strix sees him shaking, she'll like hold his hand and be like, just like, like, no, it's okay. Yeah, okay. This is definitely not real. Okay, I'm okay. Just, I'll just go along with it. She's just like holding you back, <laughs> and she'll follow Isaac wherever he's he's going. I never She's wanted to, think it's to not hurt real. you and your friends, but I couldn't help myself. Bullshit. Shh. <laughs> Evelyn Evelyn arrives and goes. This wagon's totally real. <laughs> <laughs> he says we're cursed with fiendish blood. What do they expect us to become? I'm not like you. I don't kill innocent people. No. No. You've never killed anyone innocent? I mean, it, it was an accident if I did. Oh. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he will kind of push one of the guards aside. When you peer into the dark gloom of the, the, the back of the Vistani wagon, you see a large number of... Just a lot of paraphernalia, 
There's a small stove in there. There's some hanging stuff, some, some small little banners and tapestries and things. Uh, there's a, a chest, um, all kinds of stuff, little hammocks on both sides that the guards use, things like that. Um, but you also see uh, stuffed here, there, and everywhere are dolls. Oh. And he says, my collection. I make uh, them. You, uh, I make them too. <laughs> Something we have in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like just laughing to herself. And he goes into the depths of this wagon, and you just see his huge hulking lumbering form move inside, and the whole wagon sort of shakes as he moves back and forth. And when he comes out, he tosses something out onto the ground, and it's the strawed puppet. And out in the back of the wagon, Isaac will say, We got this in Gauntlegrim. No! Uh, Put it back! What are you doing with that? Dritz sucks! <laughs> no, Dritz is nice. <laughs> Shut up! Hey, all Dritz said was he'll, he'll take it to Gauntlegrim. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Strix, will pick it, pick, Strix will pick it up and put it in her robes and be like, you know that's really him, right? Yes. Then why did you bring it back to us? Because he might be the only one who can save you. What? <laughs> oh, uh-uh. What? No. No. Strix, we're no. done. I'm I... done with this. I'm done with him. Nope. Anna's this is done. our only choice. Shush! He'll hop back out of the wagon and he says, I've done what I set out to do. Who told you to do this, Isaac? <sighs> Lady Wachta. <sighs> Why? Because she cares about you. No, she doesn't. She cares about the schizics. She doesn't care about me. What's the difference? What's the di- I don't- uh, the, the difference is they can all- they can all go be in the dead book for all I care. He'll, uh, close up the wagon. What are we supposed to do with this puppet? Just, just release him? Or, like- yeah, could you elaborate on how exactly Strahd, uh, the evil monster whom we have had to defeat multiple times and who has done terrible, unspeakable things to not only us, but lots of other people, is supposed to save us? I don't have all the information. I just do what I'm told. And I want to help you. I really do, because I do care about you more than I care about my own life. Well, Isaac, you need to work on that, because that's not healthy. Now, if you need Evelyn me, also does not believe that. <laughs> if you want me to follow you where you're going and help you more, I will. Yes, Otherwise, we need help. What? No, we need can't have help. him around. We need help. Not from them. What are we going to do? We're stuck here. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I will die for you, and they will die for me. We need help, dear. Evelyn gets really, really close to Isaac and looks in his eyes. 
Can I roll okay. an insight check? You sure can. 17. Elon right. wants to know if he's being genuine. Um, you think that, based on your role, that Isaac believes that this is the best way to help Strix. But you also get the sense that this is what he has been told to do. That he is essentially a mercenary in this thing. Somebody has told him, you want to help your sister? Do this thing. And so he has done it. So Evelyn's like this close to his face and she yells to Strix without moving from his face. (laughs) Uh... I don't think he's lying, but also he may just be, uh, how do you put it, barmy. He's definitely barmy. I don't think we should ever release Strahd ever, ever, ever. She yells that into Isaac's face. What happened to you? Huh? (laughs) 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 Strix, we can't. Not for him, not like this. He'll he'll do he'll go too far. He'll do something wrong. He'll kill him or something, but we can't. Not from him. He can help us. We just know, we ain't releasing Strahd no way, no how. Dream or not, I am never releasing a Strahd in any realm, in any dimension. No way, no sir. Boop, Isaac, no. <laughs> but Isaac can help us if he wants. I don't think he's evil. Halton, how many charges of the ring would you like to try to spend to create this dragon? One half. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with... You know what? Let's, let's uh, let fate decide. Ah, I got 20 charges. Looks like I will be trying for nine. Okay. Um, your, your first great experiment into dragon creation uh, fails horribly. Uh, you basically get a dragon-like sculpture uh, that has no real semblance of the, the life spark to animate it is just not there. Mm-hmm. And I know that without even a check. Well, good, great. Shall and we that was tomorrow then. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> okay. All right, Lavardo, by the way, uh, gets totally sloshed on dwarven ale. Mm, good old Lavardo. I just imagine like just just Paulton's just like fucking around trying to make this ice dragon. Like throwing stuff against walls, mm-hmm. just like, where are they? It's taking forever. Don't worry about it, Nate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, uh, the the word that the the Shadokai use um, is sprigati. Uh, hurry up, get on with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you hear shouting downstairs in the, or uh, back in the tavern, um, 
they're getting into an argument, which happens. Um, they both seem to be very, very, their, their emotions seem to swing wildly from one end of the spectrum to the other. Um, but you're not exactly sure what it's over. Mm. Then Seems as, like a yep. dumb problem. Yes. And then uh, as night approaches, uh, they creep up into your quarters like ghosts and sleep in your bed. Cool, man. Good company you got. Gross. Uh, am I am I aware of this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. It's like uh, they, they seem kind of needy in that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. Uh, <laughs> just try and get comfy and okay. like at least have a couple inches between. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what are you guys going to do with Isaac? We need help. I hate this. I hate this. Do you want to um, die or do you want to deal with his barmy ass? Isaac, who told you to come help us? Who told Lady me who gave you the doll? Lady Walker. He, he got the Lady doll Walker. himself. He, oh. he and his, he actually had a larger force that uh, uh, crept into Gontelgrim and took the doll at great cost. What the hell? Made and you who told you that you needed that doll, and why do you think that we need Lady it? Lady Wachter told him to get the doll. Lady Wachter's my aunt, I think? Strix will ask him, like, she's like my mom's sister. Who is my mom? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was basically orphaned like you, so. Oh, great. So we're just, we're just the losers. All right. Yeah, you're, well, both, you're, both, you're both cast-offs. Um, great. Basically Defects. sent into isolation. Of course, because I'm a dumpster person. I understand. It's fine. But <laughs> I'm used to being a dumpster person. Yeah. But we need help. So, DF, please, just, mm. we need help. And we need to go. We're like 15 days late. <laughs> we need to go find Paulton right now. Let's go. I can't, I can't believe this. I can't. How are we just trusting him? It doesn't. We don't trust him. Do you want me to blindfold him too? Ugh. It's real. Don't you see the wagon, DF? It's real. <laughs> Everything's fine. He hung me. I, I'm aware he of that. You. I am aware of that. But this might be our only way to get out of here. And, and, I'm, look, and I'm less if evil he can now. Have his, if, if he can have his fiendish arm cut off and be nice, then probably Paulton can have his stupid ring taken exactly. off, not cut off, taken off, and be nice again, too. So everything is fine. Let's go. I'm not nice. What the hell makes you think that Strahd could do anything for us? What could he possibly do? We're not releasing Strahd. Uh. Miranda looks to Lord Niall and she's like, who is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're Lord, Lord Nile actually will say, I have to make a check for him. Okay, he'll say that he has heard of Strahd von Zerovich. Apparently, he's a very powerful vampire lord. Strix like who, holds up the. Who carved out a domain for himself out of the Shadowfell. Is he nice? And it sounds like that's exactly <laughs> what Paulton's doing, but in a different way. Oh, uh, no. He says, as far as he knows, <laughs> as far as he knows about Strahd, Strahd is like the. The archetypal vampire, he is uh, selfish, evil to the core, and irredeemable. And here he is, holds up the puppet. 
<laughs> wait, but that's a that wait. He's in the doll? Yeah, we killed a kid to put him in here. Let's go. <laughs> was he wait, was he always a doll or wait? Strix just walks away as Miranda's talking, like do 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 do. Okay. So, what's the plan? Lawful Alton, like, look. Dieth, if you're too upset to go with Isaac, we cannot kill him because he has surrendered. Oh. I've done what I set out to do. If you, I can make it easy on you and attack you. Uh, no, no thank you, Dieth. I'm not... No. <laughs> Strix. What? I'm putting a lot of faith in you because I trust you. And he'll turn back to Isaac and point gutter at him. And he'll say, just know if you make even the slightest wrong move. But you're going to kill me with your toothpick? My sword will drink until it has its fill. Don't worry about that. I will burn you back to the hells before he can even hit you with the sword. So no. don't even stress. I'll, I'll smash something too. We are all very capable people. We yeah. will destroy you if you hurt any of us because we are a family. And she looks at everyone. No one is going to get hurt. But we have to save Paulton and we need all the help that we can get. Fine. We go. Isaac but he stays it. in front. I stay behind him. Fine. That's fine. That's, that's Stabby, stabby. Whatever. Whatever you need. I saw Paulton. What? Where? Wait, what? Was he okay? Did he still have the ring on him? He looks different. How different? Oh. Mm, I almost didn't recognize him. But still, like, super handsome, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> he says, he's at a... Old tavern, a crossroads, covered with snow. The land is cold. Mm. All this, and there's like a hundred snowmen everywhere. That's weird. How far away is it? A few days. Let's go. You can take us there. Come on. Come on. She All starts right. like pushing Waffles' butt he'll, to get her he'll to go. Get, he'll climb up onto the Bardo and have it turned around. Um, can I call out to Isaac and say, is it just him? No. He is no? with two Dusk Elves. Oh, I think those are for you, Lord Nile. Oh. You gotta put some cutters in the dead book, right? Yes. Lord Nile is like, I will kill them both. That's the spirit. You know that guy with the bag on his head is not real, right? You keep talking to, you know. Evelyn, oh, Evelyn, he is. And she sort of like taps him on the arm and like grabs his hand and sort of waves it around like, yeah, he's real. That other ghost is talking to me again. (laughs) Simon Simon will actually sort of uh, grab onto the back of the wagon and just sort of sit on a little bench on the back. So he's just sort of riding on the back. I'm sure Simon and Strix did that quite a bit back in Barovia. Yeah, yeah. He misses that. Aww. Okay, let's go, let's go. Paul's right. in time, Paul's in time, Paul's in time. You head up the road following Isaac's Vardo as he guides it north, ever north. And as he continues to march on, um, 
Diath, your maximum hit points are now 23, and Strix, your maximum hit points are now 34. Uh, could you guys cool, stop man. that, please? I'd love to. So, for the record, the entire time while we're traveling with Ezek, Diath does not put Gutter away. I understand. Smart move. Uh, and then you start to see, not only does the temperature drop, but you see snow everywhere. And soon you are plodding through snow, following ruts that were left by the Vardo uh, on its southward journey. Um, and, and marching through this stuff, unless you're evil and you've got little winged boots and you can just fly above the snowdrifts. Um, and when Waffle sees the snow, she starts to galump through it and leave troughs and paths everywhere. Um, she can barely... She, she seems pretty happy plowing her face through the snow um, for a while. Um, but it's all just sort of white and barren and dead. Um, you see the occasional tree weighted under the snow. You also see small houses or something off on distant hills that have sort of collapsed under the weight of the snow. And it just gets getting colder and colder and colder and colder and windier and just altogether more unpleasant. Blustery gales, blowing snow in the eyes. Um, Diath and Strix and Miranda, this will affect you most prominently. Evelyn, you're not phased by the temperature changes at all. I would say it never bothered me anyway, but we've already... Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Well, Strix can always have fire around, so she'll just try and warm everyone up with fire. Yeah, Miranda's gonna do a produce flame a couple of times. Yeah. She'll also, while Diath is, like, just holding his sword out at Isaac, like, just, like, keep kind of, like, asking Isaac questions, like, are the Lorcafa angel people? Diath is kept warm by his rage. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Now, things like fireballs and produce flames, they're momentary. Like, you're not going to get through an entire 24-hour period and basking in the flames created by these spells. Yeah. On the other hand, Evelyn, your sword of Spinelli, you can ignite that and leave it ignited as long as it's in your grasp. Or let somebody else attune to the weapon and use that flame to keep them warm. Evelyn can just um, take place in the middle of the party with the Heart of Spinelli um, because her aura is protective anyway. So she's like, now everyone stay close. All the monsters and the ghoulies and all that won't get us if we're all together. And she's holding up the sword like, come on, everyone, like a tour guide. Excellent. Follow the sword. And Strix, where are you putting the Strahd puppet? It's in my robes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not letting anyone get it. Do you want me to hold that? No, I want it to stay in my robes. But you're kind of, um... You don't know what's real! (laughs) You don't know what's real. I have to keep it. That's true. All right. (laughs) Nate, Nate, how many charges would you like to use the next day? Mm, Let's go with... 12. Okay, make a charisma check for me. Okay, that's a good, so, 17. Okay. Um, Alas, uh, that does not give you a very big dragon at all, and... uh, Ah, shame. Yeah, another day passes. Uh, How many charges would you like to spend the next day? (laughs) Let's see. I don't want to use all of them in case they show up today. Yeah, that would be inconvenient. No, you can use all of them. It's fine, Nate. You also throw the ring away. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. true. That's a great idea. <laughs> Thanks. Let's try 13. 
Okay, make another charisma check. Uh, Eleven. Yeah, no dragon. Mm, cool. Okay. The next day? <laughs> I talked to the ring. I'm just like, all right, dude, if it doesn't happen today, I'm going to assume that we need to find other means. Is that cool? Huh, cool. Hey. I hate this. <laughs> I'm going to try 13 again. Okay. God! <laughs> it's like, all right, it's time to start thinking up other ideas. <laughs> all right. Waffle Crew. Uh, with the with Isaac the Vardo and Lord Nile, you guys are trudging through the snow, and I have a traveling question. Yes. Um, is Evelyn attuned? I assume she's attuned to her magic boots, and that's one of her slots for attuned items. So she can only be attuned to a two to two magic things. Three things. Three total. Three two total. more. Yeah, two yeah. more. Yes. Okay. She's longingly looking at the sun sword. That's all. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you see through the snow uh, three hills uh, surrounding a Y-shaped crossroads that have snow-covered crow cages on them. And atop one of these low hills is a run-down, snow-burdened old tavern with an old beat-up coach pulled by some horrible monstrosity parked next to it. And when Strix sees that, she'll go, Isaac, is that where Paulton is? That's where I saw him. All right, we need to stop. We need a plan. Miranda immediately wild, um, um, what is it called? Mask of the Wild, mm -hmm. into the snow to try and hide. <laughs> That's okay. her plan. All right. <laughs> Gets cold under there. Uh -huh. That's fine. Just like her soul. It's fine. Okay. Lord Nile will stop his emaciated horse and wait for a plan to unfold. Isaac will stop the wagon. He'll go... What kind of plan do um, we need? We just point, go, can I take... Can I take... Oh, go ahead. No, that's go, fine. That's oh, all right. Go on. I was going to say, can I take Isaac... Like, Dieth isn't going to leave Isaac. I want to ask Isaac what to do with the puppet without anyone hearing... Uh, yeah, Isaac goes into the the Vardo um, as he does as he's done many times up to this point, and lights the stove and basically just sits next to the stove in the Vardo, heats the place up good and hot because he likes heat. And, of course. Uh, you're sitting next to him in one of these uh, one of these hot moments, uh, not really affected by the heat yourself, being a tiefling, and uh, he says, "You." Uh, either tear the puppet apart or set it on fire. If you destroy it, it will release the vampire trapped within. And why will this help us? Because Strahd's super powerful. He won't help us. He'll kill us. Maybe. That, that's what I'm trying to avoid! <laughs> but maybe he won't. This does not seem like a very foolproof plan. No, it does not. But I'm in the wagon alone listening to it, so. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, but he I'll... says, but you look very weak. 
And so does that scrawny boy you call a friend. Strix just like like little fires in her hand. She's like, <laughs> she's just like, <sighs> yes, you're right. I suppose. Uh, Evelyn could, you know, deal with this on her own. She doesn't know what's real. She can't deal with anything on her own. <laughs> also, her fighting Paulton is not something I want to happen. Then why are we here? To get him back. But he can't be killed right now. He's under a, he has a, like a power that this Snarson gave him. He can't be killed. Hmm. I'm not big in the brains department. Oh, I just, That's right. Big everywhere else. We I just do what I'm told. Oh, but tell me why I should do this. I know that you care about me as your sister, but why should I let Strahd out? Why, why would Lady Vokter want to save me? She said she likes you. She doesn't want any harm to come to you. And she neither wants do me. I. She wants me to go back to the Skizzics. Worse things have happened. No, they haven't. You're unaware of this. I want it. Will this save my friends? Did she say anything? He says, so you're telling me you're worried that Evelyn can't stop Palto. And, <laughs> sorry, Palton. I, like, I like him calling him Palton. Yeah, it's still, still funny. <laughs> uh, so, look. Release him or don't release him. But he is a vampire lord. Maybe he can make Palton take off the ring. He wants it for himself. I hear vampires are very persuasive. Oh. All right, Strix just like wrote, she's like, all right, fine, Barbie's okay, go back to, sis, sis, you wanna go back in and stab him, DF, I don't know, I'm, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I don't care, I just don't care. You should, I just, she's like, I just don't want everyone to die. As she walks out saying this, DF is just like, wait, what? <laughs> Guys, why are we waiting? Come on, Strix there's like, Palton over there. Strix is like, by Palton. the way, he called you scrawny. Yep. Uh, another raven uh, comes to the uh, the tavern, uh, bringing more food for Nariciana and Lovardo, uh, but also kind of squawking in a strange way, and uh, it seems agitated. What's wrong? What's wrong with this one? I'm not sure. And uh, uh, when uh, Nerissiana goes over to try to pick it up, it, it flies off uh, out, outside and continues squawking. I'll uh, kind of like try and take a peek to see like where it's going, what it's up to. Yeah, when you stick your head out, make a perception check, and I'll give you advantage. Okay. 
Well, first roll was a nat 20. Excellent. So something happens oh when, you step out, when you step out into the snow. It's like you can feel where your friends are because they are in contact with it. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God, they're here. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Um, guys, 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 they're here. Guys, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mariciana and Lovardo get very excited and they come running out to you and they look around and they don't see anything. Uh, where are they? I don't know. I, I can feel it though. Yeah, you can tell that they're, they're uh, some distance away, but probably f- close enough that they can see this big giant building you're standing next to. And you know they're coming from that direction, the direction you came from. Mm-hmm. So I can't, but I can't see them. You you can't uh, uh, currently. Okay. But you but um, it's almost like it's almost like you know exactly where they are. Like you can, you could, you could say they're like about 500, 600 yards in that direction. So they're close. Okay. Five six hundred yeah. yards. Your ring currently is fully charged. Um, so, would, there's would they be able formation. to... There are, there's some, like, landmass formations that prevent you from seeing them, plus the weather, the, the falling snow. Is that, like, maybe yelling distance? Uh, over the wind, it would be very, very hard, but if you were to move out in that direction, you could. Mm, okay, uh, how many charges was it to make an ice clone? Okay, uh, that is, I believe, six. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, man, I should have planned more. Uh, <laughs> dang. Um, uh, ooh, ooh, I know. Uh, just at first level, mm-hmm. I'm just going to... Uh, cast a thunder wave because that's pretty loud it can be heard out to a range of 300 feet jk that's not loud enough no <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna make a clone all right and then a snow palton uh, uh materializes or comes up out of the snow in front of you all right all right looks just like you uh, uh okay okay uh go go look- get him does he look like Go. old Paulton or current? Oh, he looks or like current Paulton. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Like current Paulton. Okay. So the rest of you are um, over by your wagons and horses and whatnot. You see Paulton coming, marching through the snow up the road toward you. But he, his skin has taken on a bluish tinge. You can almost see kind of like blue veins on his pale arms and neck. Uh, and his hair is raven black and longer than it used to be. Can uh, I, I not get like overly close, but like yeah. j- just so hauntingly can... close? Not 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 too close, because okay. I, I so he's gonna like walk up, okay. like still keeping some distance. Yeah. And after everyone sees him, he's just like, "Hey." Evelyn, Evelyn, uh, in not knowing what's real and what's not, and me rolling for 50-50, also rolled a nat 20 on this Paulton. Okay. So she is certain that this is the real Paulton. And she's like, Paulton, we missed you so much. What did you do to your hair? I mean, it looks pretty good anyway, but what did, uh, hi, we missed you. <laughs> and uh, 
the uh, he's just gonna say he's up there waiting for you, and then it just turns to slosh. No! <laughs> Not real. <laughs> I knew it. This wasn't real. I knew it. Uh, uh, everyone needs to stay here. Everyone, don't move. But what? that was the real Paulton. He's slow now. Everyone needs to stay here and just not move. That's that's just we we can't. This is so bad. This is so so bad. And what? Just wait for him? <clears throat> no, we hey, can't. Chris. Yes, Miranda. Um, how much does Miranda know about the Raven Queen? Uh, good question. Make a um, intelligence religion check. Excellent. Can do that. I can do that. Twenty-seven. Wow. Okay. So I'm smart. Here, here's the skin. You're buried in the snow, thinking about the Raven Queen. <laughs> um, and what memory tells you, your long elven memory tells you, is there was a conflict years, ages ago, which caused a division in the elves. Um, the conflict between the good elves and the drow. Uh, there was an elf queen who tried to deal with that conflict and try to bring the elves back together. And her name is Lost Time. But uh, she intended to work a great magic spell with the aid of several other elves, and the spell did not go off as intended. And she sort of sank into despair and retreated at her failure uh, into the depths of the Shadowfell as the good elves and the evil elves became even more divided. So her, her ambition failed, ultimately. Um, but it was a noble effort, and uh, she put a lot of herself into the spell, and she became sort of weakened and infirmed and retreated from the world. Uh, a number of the elves who fought under her, served under her, um, she was their queen, went with her into the Shadowfell and became known as the Dusk Elves or the Shadarkai. And over time, exposure to the Shadowfell may have had some a dolorous effect on her, but something happened and she transformed into a more godlike being, kind of bound to the Shadowfell with these elves in service to her. And all you know is that she is now kind of an emblem of death, uh, sort of a goddess of death who uses ravens to make sure that souls get to where they need to go, but occasionally, a soul will so catch her interest, um, like a raven, she wants to hoard it and keep it and protect it, and so she kind of locks it away in the Shadowfell. And her elves go out into the Shadowfell and into the world to try to find these people of destiny and these people of great souls, not necessarily good souls, possibly even dark souls, who should be shepherded and cultivated and helped to achieve their complete and full destiny. And that's what she sort of does. And these elves go around and they collect mementos of greatness and bring them to her so that she can decide what souls to keep versus what wants to let her ravens carry off into the afterlife. Um, while Miranda is still in her little hidey hole in the snow, um, she's going to say a quick prayer to the Raven Queen and almost a, a prayer to what she was and what she stood for before she came to the Shadowfell, but also the, the being that she is now. Okay. Just with all of her, every small amount of hope that she still has left, just put into this prayer. Okay. 
Uh, that shrieking raven that was um, accosting the tavern not too long ago uh, lands on top of the Vardo and squawks at you, Miranda. Okay, I'm going to pop my head out of the snow and look right at it. Okay, it has fixed its beady eyes on you. Can I tell if it wants anything from me? You're not sure. Um, but if this is some sort of emissary or agent of the Raven Queen, it's possible it might want some kind of trinket or memento. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Something, something that has a memory attached to it. I'm going to stand up and walk over to where it is and put my arm up in case it wants to land and then go through my pack and pull out my U wand. Okay. It will, it will land on your arm. And it will uh, take the yu wand up in its talons and then okay. fly off north. Strix is like, you got friends? Where's I my friends? Know. I don't know. I think it liked me. I don't know. Maybe it hated me and it's just using this to track me down later. I don't know. I tried, you guys. I tried to get help and I don't think I did it. <laughs> Great. Did anyone else um, see that? That vision of a raven that just happened? Uh, <laughs> Strix is going to use Alter Self to turn herself into Strahd. Ooh, I don't like this image. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're this ghastly, pale, haunting figure of Strahd. Evelyn dives into the snow uh, with fear. And she just <laughs> says, <laughs> She just says, please, please stay here. And then she dimension doors to the tavern. It's, Strahd just went you, to the tavern. We have you'll, have to, you'll have to dimension Strahd. door multiple times. She'll do it. Okay. No! Oh, this seems bad. No, Evelyn! Oh, all this of us, bad. All of us run for the tavern, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Strix. <laughs> We're not good at staying put. Nope, start, start uh, coming. Ezek uh, didn't get any order, so he's just hanging out here. <laughs> no, and Evelyn's as, like, come on, Ezek. She's like, she's get, moving the caravan. All right, he'll, no, he'll, hop on, he'll hop off the Vardo, take his battle axe, and go marching up the road through the snow. Okay. Uh, with his two guards behind him, and uh, Lord Nile will take his horse forward. So as we're uh, running there, can I take one of the uh, sticky poisons that I had uh, received way back when before Rosnisi, and mm-hmm. then apply it to one of my daggers? Sure. Right here. You notice as you're applying it to your dagger, your hand is just shaking in the cold. You do it, but it's... Mm. Oh, yeah. Damn. Half cold, cold, half rage. It's just all kinds of shakiness. Paulton, they're closing on you. One faster than the others. It's Strix. Okay, everyone. Uh, uh, places, places, places. And I, like, go inside. And I, like, okay. find a chair. I'm like, uh, yeah. uh, okay, chair. And I'm, like, constantly, like, adjusting pose. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. Uh, make, a per- make, a, make a perception check as you're moving chairs or just moving them around in different places in the room. <laughs> Uh, 19. Okay, you see in a dark corner of the tavern what appears to be a figure that wasn't there before. You just catch it out of the corner of your eye. It seems to be, it looks like almost like a hunched crone, but made entirely of twigs. Do I recognize it? You've seen, you've seen her before in that, uh... Shadowfell Fortress, you were spirited off to after saving Evelyn's soul. She's the one who gave you the hand. Sorry. And when you see it, you hear this sound. It's like, oh, oh. And I, uh, I have the, the chalice. I'm like, yeah. I, 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 I got a thing. 
Are we cool? <laughs> you see her just sort of, or it, pull kind of back into the shadows and then is gone. Okay. Just, I got it. <laughs> and then uh, Lovardo taps you on the shoulder like, ah! And he's like, <laughs> like oh, Jesus! What? Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. Who are you talking to? <laughs> no one. <laughs> where, where do you want us? Take. Okay. Um, just, like, just uh. You don't have a plan, do you? Says <laughs> I'm like, look, I have, I have the, I have the general. Just, just like, stay hidden, lay low. You'll know. They look at each other and nod, and then they silently skulk off. Paul's gonna do like a quick little. <sighs> okay, okay, all right, cool, all right. Strix, as Strahd, you go bamf, five hundred feet. Bamf, another 500 feet. Bamf, another 500 feet. How many uh, dimension doors do you want to use? Uh, how, uh, I'm not that far, am You're I? 500 was... yards, so oh, okay. that's 1,500 feet, so five. Jesus. So uh, that's three. Can I just, like, go on my broom for some of that? Sure. Okay. Strahd on a broom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to use, let's, let's say you used one spell slot, yeah, and then, yeah. then you broomed it. All right. yeah. I just use the spell slot to get ahead of everyone so that right. you would attack so you me see, first. You see that the tavern has all these hanging twig glyphs off of it. It's got a pile of snow on its weighted down roof uh, that's collapsed and has holes in it in a few places. You see a battered old coach with a ogre zombie strapped to the front of it in front. What do you do? There's also a dark opening where the door would be, but there's no door. Um, can I yell with my... Uh, and there's an my... army of snowmen everywhere. <clears throat> Um, oh, can I just like yell with my like thaumaturgy? Just be like, Paulton, you don't want to turn into Strahd. That's really bad. Yeah. I have a visual representation for you out here. <laughs> does it wait? So when, when she's transformed, does it still sound like Strix or? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, you you kind of know it's Strix because okay. you're currently omnipresent, um, and you've seen her do this before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure as much. <laughs> this isn't a new trick. Um, um, but alter self. I'm just checking to see if it's only visual. You change your what you look like, but not what you sound mm-hmm. like. No. So Strix's I, I, voice okay. coming out of Strahd. Yeah. <laughs> I hear this. I hear. So I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like. And she's obviously on a broom because you can hear it backfire. <laughs> <laughs> Doors open. I mean, it's. I mean, it's not even there. <laughs> come in. <laughs> you can come in. It's fine. As soon as he says that, I'll turn back into Strix. Be like, oh, I'm not. I don't even know when I'm doing this. Okay. I'll just go. Are you going I'll to just, land? Uh, I'll just. Yeah, I'll just land. I'm just gonna go on the door. Just be like, "All right." Why are you doing this? Make a perception check, Strix. I got a one. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh boy. I'm just like smokes. Where, 
Where's everyone else? They're dead. You killed them. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As as uh, as as you walk in the door and mm. you sort of your eyes adjust from the white to sort of the dark gray interior, Strix, uh, you are backstabbed. How much rebuke? Twice. Hold on. That's a reaction. Uh, so the first attack hits you, and I have to roll damage as one of the Shatterkai assassins um, gets you. The stab has already happened, though, right? The stab has happened. I see the stab. I'm just like, that wasn't it. <laughs> okay. That wasn't the. Strict, uh, the first stab does 34 points of damage. <laughs> That's all the damage I can take. Okay, then you fall unconscious before you can take a reaction. Oh, and that, then mm. the other one stabs you again. Okay. Which means you fail, or it has to they hit you, uh, which means you fail two death saves. Right. Great. I, I said after the first one that was why would <sighs> so Paulton she comes in your shadow Kai assassins come out stab her twice in the back she goes down with a thump and they like hold their daggers up dripping with blood and they're like what <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a speech I had a plan and there, there was this real there was this really cool cutscene in my head but then she showed up in a different form alone and I had to like try and do quick read but that, uh, all right no it's fine it's it's fine it's it's uh, Nariciana will look uh, absolutely flabbergasted, but uh, Lovardo will come up and say, "Oh, excuse, excuse," and he'll he'll hug you. I'm just like, hey, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. We can work with it. Um, Let's roll um, initiative for everybody else <laughs> and Strix. All right. Eight. Eight for Evelyn. And Thirteen. Thirteen for DF. 12. 12 for Strix. Miranda? That did not go how I planned, by the way. <laughs> 16, even with my disadvantage. And Paulton? 19. All right. Um, yeah, so Paulton, you are definitely the first to go. It's like, oh, God, okay. And the rest of them aren't, aren't here yet? Correct. Can I, like, feel how far they are with the, with the snow thing? Uh, you're not currently in contact with the snow, so no. You're, okay. in, you're inside. Uh, however, uh, Nerissiana say, says to you, or sorry, Lavardo says, perhaps now would be a good time to drink a blood. It's like, I'm just like, ah, okay. It's like, um, spitting out of her back. Oh, God. Okay. Um, do I know if there's like, is there, is there anywhere? Is chalice. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> you're so helpful. Thank you. I'm just like, all right, I'm just gonna like grab just a couple like drops. Is is this does this count as my action? This, if you're planning to drink her blood, yes. I, I just kind of wanted to catch a couple with the chalice and just set it aside for now. Okay, Nariciana is like maybe we should wait until she's dead. How does this work? It's like I, I'm just like okay, I, okay. I have this. There's some of it in there. I don't know. There's no like. It's there's like, no like. And you're like catching it like a little. Oh, oh god! Oh god! Oh, oh gross! This is yeah, so gross. Okay. Sit down. Sit down. I'm like okay. Um, so do I? Do I have? Yeah, you're, you, can, you can cat. Yeah, you have an action. You're trying to catch okay. some of the blood and the thing, and then put it off on a table somewhere. 
Okay, uh, could I just dimension door her body elsewhere? Um, ugh. I just really, okay, I, I just, I don't want to deal with this right now. This, uh, I think throw, you can, like, throw it? something through it. Doesn't it have to be a willing creature? Hang on, yeah, I was just looking that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it has to be a willing creature. She's not, currently. Mm. Okay. Um, is there like a like a like a rug or something? And just I'm I'm just gonna like just grab something nearby and just like put it over. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you just sort of pull this old matted rug toward her. Like, but you have to sort of like it's underneath some furniture, so you're like trying to tug it out from under some tables and chairs, and it's just tearing to pieces in your hands. It's so like, now oh, you're like two pieces God. of a rug. Um, at that point in time, Lavardo. Uh, we'll uh, kind of fade back into the shadows, see who else blunders through the door. Nerissiana, she's searching um, Strix, and she pulls out the straw doll. She says, what's this? Oh, God! Ah! I told ah! you I should hold ah! it! Oh! Oh, no, 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 no. And you're that like, thing... that totally freaks you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that thing, uh-uh. Th- that thing needs to be as gone as F right now. Okay. D- don't... Don't mess with it. Don't break it. I uh, don't like it. Well, hmm. St- store it. <laughs> store it. Uh, we'll 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 put a pin in that one. Not literally. Don't actually. <laughs> put a pin in it. I mean, we'll 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 cross that later. Just all right. Keep it out of sight. Miranda, what do you do? Uh, running just as fast as I can towards the. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I'm going to hidden path once Okay. to get a little closer. Yes, as you make your way through, you see you are now kind of in a field of snowmen with little coal eyes, coal nose, and coal mouths, little sticks sticking out of their midsections, little buttons down the front. Um, and as you uh, begin to run between them, they turn. And no one saw that. And look at you, and they shudder and begin to move toward you. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I, sorry. Sorry. Uh, I'm gonna use my ring to one of my three charges to cast my, my ram and sort of try and send them flying away from me. Okay. You can definitely hit one of them with okay. your ram. Okay. So a force-like blast comes out of your ring and there it is. takes on the likeness of a ram's head as it slams into one of these snowmen. And I need to make a roll, and I don't know what it is. I'm reading it right now. Uh... Ring of the ram! There it is. Oh, it's an attack roll. So you make a plus seven bonus to your d20 roll. And if you hit it, you damage it. 18? Okay, you definitely hit it. Roll 2d10 force damage, and you knock it back five feet. Oh, get the hell out of here! I don't like snow! Ten. All right, boom. When you slam into it, all the snow just blows back, and underneath it is an ice man that looks like Paulton. Oh, good. Uh, But he's got this ice sword in its hand. And when you slam to this force, it gets knocked back, 
Not only did you knock the snowman off of it, but you also created cracks all down the front of this soldier as well. But it is still intact. Cool. Neat. Okay. Um, and as the other ones advance toward you, you see their snow beginning to fall away as well, revealing ice sculptures of Paulton underneath. Excellent. And there are, there must be at least a hundred of them. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, and then we come to Diath. He can't fly. Diath can't fly. <laughs> and you see Diath, uh, Miranda sort of run ahead and she's being surrounded by a dozen or so of these snowmen. The others are also waking up. Um, and it's a lot of them between you and that tavern. He's just going to keep sprinting towards that tavern. Okay. As, as fast as he possibly can. If for some reason, uh, the snowmen start to engage or start getting close, closing in on them, I'll use cunning action to disengage okay. to be able to swiftly move past them. Yeah, so, so right Diaz now, like, they haven't gone yet. Okay. Um, they haven't attacked yet, so you can basically disengage your way through them without provoking any oppies. Okay, yeah, so that's what he's doing. He's, like, trolling his way around, like, dodging left and right, just, yeah. like, s- swerving his way all around him and just running towards a tavern with a sudden sense of sickening dread and doesn't even feel like the coldness or the snow around him at this point. He is just focused on that, and he just keeps saying to himself over and over, no, this isn't real. This isn't real. No, this isn't real. All right. Strix, on your turn, you disappear. Right. Yep. Paulton, you see Strix's bleeding form just kind of oily. She vanishes, and there's just a cloud of oily smoke where she used to be. Um, uh, um, um, what, what is, God, okay, this is, uh, this is not how I pictured it. Can I, can I, can I perceive what might have happened? You've seen it before. Um, I have? Yeah, when she disappeared up in the frost giant village, quite suddenly, um, spirited away, as it were, uh, she came back sometime later after you'd gotten on your airship and flied off to Chalt, telling stories that she was spirited away by another party of adventurers. All right. Okay. You think that may have just happened again? It's like, oh, so, so right, right as, when... As she's bleeding out. <laughs> Giggle, I'm bleeding out. He he he. I mean, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So you know, as as soon as things start happening, you're just like, oops, sorry, got another party to go do. Okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, so that and so that's Strix's turn. Evelyn, you see Miranda is using some sort of ring power to blast snowmen as they close in around her. Dieth is deking through a bunch of these snowmen soldiers. What do you do? I am also booking it toward the tavern. Okay. Uh, and I'm flying and I just <laughs> ignite the sword of Spinelli for the heart of Spinelli. All right. Flames crackle all the way up to the tip of the blade uh, as you hold the weapon out and it lets out this woof sound. Um, and I, I'm, I'm heading over the, all these snowmen. The army, yeah. But 
you know how like if you're a kid and you're just dragging a stick along the ground as you walk that's kind of how i'm i'm using the sword i would love to just kind of <laughs> across a lot of these ice palton's heads okay I don't know how that works mechanically. Uh, you can only but. technically attack one, but if all you're doing is kind of batting them. Like yeah. you're not intending to damage them, per se. You can definitely do that and kind of knock all the snow off of them. <laughs> so all their snowman <laughs> Maybe it's like drop. kind of intimidating, you know, yes. they've got like little like Nick melt marks exactly. in their heads. Yeah, they got little yeah. Nicks all through their heads. Um, yeah, and yeah. I'm doing that like along the path that, because I'm just trying to go as okay. far as I can, as fast as I can, yeah. but like parallel to Dieth, so kind of along the same path, it's like melty heads. Yeah, so as Dieth is kind of like bounding between them, avoiding their their opportunity attacks, you're just like knocking them in the heads, taking little chips out of them as you go. and Which shows how different our styles are. Yes, indeed. Okay, and uh, Lord Nile is going to charge in after Miranda and uh, whack at one of these ice soldiers and hit it hard. Um, Okay, and Waffles is... Uh, mm. You want her charging into the army of snowmen as well? Um, I want what will ever keep her alive. Mm. I'm so. gone, but same. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her to... Uh, yeah, I tell her to go, go wait for us over there. <laughs> like... You go sit by that tree and you don't move. All right. She just sort of plops down by the tree and just sort of pats her feet nervously. uh, I'll call you when we're ready. Okay. Uh, And Simon will... I take off her blindfold, too, in case that was still on her. Okay. Uh, Simon is going to... Follow and attack. He rolled an 18 on the die. This sounds foreboding. Mm-hmm. Miranda. Uh huh. Maya, who is he attacking? Miranda, make a constitution saving throw. Aww. Excellent. Nineteen. Excellent. Uh, you saved versus. So you take one point of damage from a dart that sort of sticks you in the back, uh, and you take half damage from his poison. So you take sixteen points of poison damage for a total of seventeen points of damage. Cool. Okie dokie. That's rude. All right. <laughs> Paulton. Mm. I'm going to let you take the last action of this game. What would you like to do as Strix's oily smoke evaporates in the air? Uh, how far am I from making contact with the snow? It's just right outside, Yeah, it's right? like 10 feet. Okay. I wanna, I'm going to walk outside to see what I see and feel. As soon as you do that, you can see Dieth running up the snow toward you about yeah, okay. 60 feet away. 
Evelyn, about the same distance away, but up in the air, whacking your ice soldiers in the head with a flaming sword as she goes past. And you see uh, Miranda and a guy with a sack on his head on a horse fighting off a bunch of your ice soldiers. Uh, how far are Miranda and the guy on the horse? They're about the same distance, about 60 feet away. Just off to the side from Diath and Evelyn. 60 feet, okay. I'm going to quickly talk to the ring. Okay. Like, so when you say blood of the friends, it's like, it's like that one right there. I point to Miranda. I'm just like, that one there's not, we're not super tight. True. <laughs> we need her? No. Okay, because she seems like she's going to be a problem. So, yeah, plus uh, she's got a crush on me. Like, that's true. It's like, out of everyone, she seems most problematic and also least useful. Agreed, right? I concur. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to cast Banishment on her. Okay. And get her the GTFO out of here. So, Banishment requires a saving throw, Miranda. Okay. That will be a Charisma saving throw. Okay. Seventeen. You thwart him. Dang those saving rolls, girl! (laughs) (laughs) And just, I call him like, "You are such a pain in my ass." (laughs) Thank you. All right, and we will pick up this battle next week. No. When the Waffle Crew returns for another exciting episode. Um, Miranda's just like, nope, 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 nope. It's this D20. I'd like to take a second to thank this D20 (laughs) so it knows that I love it. (laughs) Yes, we'll stay in initiative order, and uh, the first person to go next week will be you, Miranda. Okay. (laughs) um, Now, Holly, you've got, you're going to be putting in an appearance tomorrow. Yes. On Acquisitions, Inc., the C team. You'll yes, ha- I will you'll, be You'll there. have to tell Jerry... <laughs> that I'm bleeding out. ...that you've got two failed death saves. <laughs> Chris is like, ha-ha, tell Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing is summoning the most powerful member of her family, this dead body, like, appears on the ground. <laughs> Guess that's your problem now. <laughs> There's literally, like, an artery, like... <laughs> Yeah. 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 yeah so exactly. Tomorrow, yes. Strix's uh, dramatic entrance to the C team will happen, so I'll be guesting <laughs> on there, and I'm very excited. But All right. I am also very concerned. At least they have someone that can heal. You know, maybe Strix should just stay there. <laughs> Might be right. safer, actually. She would never. <laughs> All right. Um, anybody got anything they'd like to share with the crew before we break off for the week? I'm going to be on Waffle Talk right after this. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Fun. Yay. Oh, fun. So you can cry with them. Yay. You can talk yeah. about dumb Strixes. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. Miranda and I love Strix, so we would never, ever do Aww. that. Um, I do have the second episode of my podcast where I DM'd for the first time. Uh, it's called Shit Goes Down, episode two, All yep. Wine is Good Wine. How was, how was the second episode compared to the first in terms of DM experience? Um, I learned quite a bit from the first episode, namely don't prepare so much because you set up a plot hook and your, your players will go, mm, no, nah, we're going to go see this dude that has an ox, even though that's not at all part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I made up pretty much all of this uh, episode on the fly. Excellent. 
Yeah. Nice. Speaking of which, my show in the birdcage is on Thursdays, where uh, I haven't prepared at all, so I'll probably be doing the same thing. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> we got to hear that, Anna. Anna's in the game, but it's it's been really fun. It's a Planescape game. Uh, there's there's uh, ravens and I am having a blast. So if Playing you guys- a character that's completely selfish and a kleptomaniac has been a nice break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All she, she's already tried to steal from NPCs, and it's hilarious. So. Oh, I did steal from NPCs. You did. You did. You did. And you succeeded. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of shows, my show that I DM, Misclicks D&D Lost Mine, in which we play the starter set adventure for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, The Lost Mine of Fandelver, will be in 30 minutes on twitch.tv slash misclicks. So starting at 6.30 Pacific time. And um, I'm doing it because I've been saying I wanted to DM forever. And I know there are a lot of people like me that would like to, but feel like there's a huge barrier to entry and they feel scared. And so I'm trying to just like be transparent about first timing. Uh, the first time I ever played D&D was on stream too. So you guys are just experiencing everything with me. So this will be the first, um, well, this will be the second episode. I almost killed my usual DM on misclicks by making him fall out of a tree. It was very satisfying. <laughs> I hope that something similar will happen this week. Uh, and yeah. And then on Thursday, I play um, Wilhelmine on Holly's show, Trapped in the Birdcage. So tune into this channel for that. Uh, next, not this weekend, but the following weekend, March uh, 9th through 11th, I'll be in Toronto, Canada for EGLX. I'll be there doing panels and signings and meet and greets and things. So if you're in that area, come on by the EGLX and say hi. Oh, right. I forgot one thing. Do you oh, mind? Yeah, sure. Uh, my, my job that's not d d is producing <laughs> for Twitch. And we announced all the contestants and the premiere date for Stream On, which is our streaming game show. It's something that I've been working on for literally years. And I would appreciate anyone who wants to engage and watch it and share about it. You can see some about it on my Twitter and you will see more and more in the next couple weeks until we premiere on March 8th. It's going to be a really, really cool show in which we are taking some streamers who are just on the verge of making streaming their full-time career or taking their stream to the next level and um, letting them vie for a $60,000 grand prize Holy or $5,000 a month to jump jumpstart their streaming career. And uh, they're all really, really awesome streamers that are really fun to watch. So I encourage you to please tune in and personally would ask for your help with getting the word out and uh, encouraging people to watch the show because that will help me personally. <laughs> if any of them are good D&D players, let mm-hmm. me know. There are some D&D players. Yeah, if, yeah, if we need some more NPCs to torture. That's right. <laughs> yes, and that's that show is going to premiere on the 8th on twitch.tv slash twitch at 3 p.m. on Thursdays. Cool. All Sorry, right. I jumped back in. That's all right. I think we're. I think that's it, right? Uh, the usual uh, oh, dice yeah. camera rashes subreddit. That's all. I've said it a million times. I'm just gonna spam that link. Yep. Groovy. Okay, so uh, next week's episode will be super fun, and exciting. We'll jump right into combat and pick up where we left off. I'm uh-huh. not sure what state Strix will be in, if and when she comes back. <laughs> <laughs> from the CG. It is the, the Shadowfell. I mean, it could be, you know, time is weird there. <laughs> it is. It is very peculiar. And, uh, well, until that time, uh, take care of each other and arrivederci. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. 
For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com TOA, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com DCA. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.